0: so we're in the midst of discussing the appropriate bitochin when when a person engages in performing a mitzvah what's the right bitochin and where is it permissible time bitochin appropriate time bitochin and where not and we'll continue along here this is the pirish uh, Chela karavi this is the fourth aspect of the seven where a person has to have be talking to Hashem. And when it comes to mitzvahs, mitzvahs, now we're talking about Adam Lamokai, mitzvahs that only a person is engaged in himself, between him and HaKadosh Baruch Hu. After that, then the next chalak he'll deal with mitzvahs that deal with other people. And I'm So here, we already discussed last night that there are three chalakim. Three chalakim to every mitzvah. One is the b'chira, the choice in the person's mind to want to do the mitzvah. The Haskoma, the Kavon abalev, his resolve, his conviction to then go ahead and do it. And then the third aspect is actually carrying it out. And Tonight we'll see that the Chavazamav is going to tell us tremendous chiddish about these three aspects of every mitzvah. Continue along in him. If a person has, has talking in that bechiras, he says, I'll have trust in Hashem if Hashem puts into my mind, puts into my koyach to do the mitzvah, and he'll say, this is what the person will say, I'm not going to choose, and I'm not going to decide and resolve to do anything from my obligations of mitzvah, until Hashem chooses what's good for me. As if like, if Hashem... Uh, brings an in right in front of me, then I know I'll, I'm supposed to give tzedakah to the oni. But if not, then I'm not choosing to do tzedakah. And so on and so forth. Can be, you know, if if I go to the base Menrash and uh, if there's somebody who wants to learn with me and asks me to, to learn with him, then I'll learn with him. Otherwise, I see Hashem has not chosen for me to learn. Incorrect. Says the ghost of his Kvar, me the person already has strayed away from the straight path. And he has lifted his feet away from the proper way of going. Already chose for us that we must do his Rasa Nashem, that we have to do And to focus on it, put in an effort with a decision here he sounds like we should have a level even interesting this is the appropriate path for us to take so Hashem already told us that for us to wait and say well I'm going to wait for Hashem to choose this for me, that's incorrect as he'll explain, we can allow Hashem to choose us which Parnasa to do, and things like of, of that nature, things that deal with the the uh the material world that we lived in. Says the Khabisabovis, here's a tremendous Khadish now. Vim Yis Damnu Asibois and if a bo'chu indeed sets up the ways, Vitochin Gamara Maisabaidosi. And He allows us to finish off and fulfill this action, Asher Kodma B'Chirah which we already have chosen to 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 do it. We've chosen to engage in this mitzvah, and then Hashem allowed us that third chelak. Hashem allowed us to fulfill the mitzvah. Yielanu Aschara Godoyl. We're going to get great reward on what? Ala B'Chirah on. The choice in the mind, and the resolve to go do it, and in the actual filling out, fulfilling and completing the task of the mitzvah, the action part of the mitzvah. The chiddush is that the first two we said had nothing to do with a kaddish that has to do with us, but the third is only a kaddish so in others we can understand why a person should get scharf is choosing to do the right thing and is resolved to go do the right thing. But the third aspect, the actual performance of the mitzvah, that really is not in the bechir of a person. The example we gave last night, a person decides, oh, this year I want to have a kosher set of dalaminim. And he puts his mind to it and then he's going to find a very kosher set of dalaminim. So when he actually finds it and then fulfills the mitzvah and indeed it is a that aspect of it has nothing to do with him. That's a Baruch Hu's gift to him that he allowed him to carry it out in the way the person chose. Yet a Baruch Hu gives a schar for that aspect as well. Even the part which is only up to Hashem says, I'll give you schar even for that. Not only in you're choosing, and you resolve to do it, but even in the fulfillment of it, I'll give you a schar for that. So really, a chidjah, you think about it. The fulfillment is not within our capability. That HaKadosh Baruch Hu, allowed us to do it. And the same is true on the converse side. The And HaKadosh Baruch Hu held back the ma'iseh. He didn't allow us to do it. We really wanted to do it. A person decided, you know what, I really want to give tzedakah today. So, yeah, it's a good idea. More than that, he goes to his wallet, takes out a bill, puts it in his pocket, and says, I'm going to give tzedakah today. So he goes to shul, and lo and behold, there's no ani that shows up to give tzedakah to. He can't fulfill the mitzvah. So he thought about it, he wanted to do it. He made up his mind, he, he, he even resolved that he's going to do it and prepared to do it. But a kosh buch, who did not give him the ability. To actually fulfill the mitzvah. And for that, uh, the Chavazavabah says another tremendous chiddish. Vim Baruch holds back that third aspect, which is only within the realm and the hands of Hashem. Ye'elonu schar habechira va-kavona. We still get schar on the first two aspects. Kasher We'll get schar for that. This is known in the Gemara. Gemara in broches in the first barak that is mitzvah venenas veloyaso malalavakos of a person decides he wants to do a mitzvah and he has the intent to do the mitzvah and he attempts to do the mitzvah, but an oinus happens, it's beyond his control. He can't. Doesn't have to be a major einus. A kodesh baruch just did not give him the means to do it. Didn't set up the the ability to do it. The person gets scar. For the first two aspects, aspects for his choosing and his kavanah to do it, he gets hard for that. Not unto fulfillment, but that was really almost uh, an add-on anyway. That was extra credit in the first place because that was Hakadosh Baruch realm. Another chiddush of Chavis So too, when the einish comes for the avera, the einish comes because the person had a thought. Hmm, should I go? Eat eat that thing. He has a desire to eat something, and it's not kosher. Should I go to eat that thing? And he decides, yeah, it's, pre- it's probably uh, it's probably okay. It's probably not as trafe as they say it is. And he goes in to do it. He gets punishment for all three things. And even in a case where he then picks up the item and he looks and he says, oh, it's moldy. He gets an einish for the for the the to do ra. Even though we know Chazal tells us it's true. He doesn't get a punishment as if he ate something non-kosher. And whatever other examples we want to imagine ourselves. He doesn't get punishment for that but yet he needs a kapora. Like the Gemara tells in the Kedushin a person picks up a piece of meat and he thinks that it's chelat. He thinks it's non-kosher. And he eats it. And turns out in the end that was the kosher piece of meat. Still, he needs a kapora. V'ashem yis law he still needs a kapora. Because a person who really chose to do something wrong, chose to do an aveira, had to aveira. In the end, HaKadosh who held him back with tremendous yad desh'mayin, the person was held back from actually doing the aveira. So perhaps it won't even cause, let's say, the timtum malev that an aveira will, will, will bring upon a person that he won't have because he didn't actually... Committed an Aveira. But the, for the thought process of Aveira, that, he does get punished. And now the tells us like this. He's really going to review over this this idea once again. The difference between talking when it comes to Aveiras Hashem, doing mitzvahs, not doing Aveiras. And everything else that we have to engage in, in the mundane world. When it comes to everything else, which house should I purchase? Which job should I go into? All of these things. It was never revealed to us which would be bad, which would be good from these means as opposed to others. It wasn't revealed to us whether this will be harmful or helpful for us. Is that a good house to live in? Is that a good block to live in? Do I know how many things are wrong with it? Is that a good profession to go into? Is that a good boss to work for? That we have no idea. No one told us ahead of time that this is the right place to choose. So for there... In those areas, of course, we have to have it. We, we don't know what the best job for us is. But the most appropriate for us to have an income. And what will be most beneficial for our well being will be good for us. And we don't know which area of business, in which path, and we don't know which one will bring the actual success. We don't know what will bring financial, material success and in the best appropriate environment. We have no idea. So for that, So of course, it's logical that in those areas we must have full bitokhin in Hashem, in what we choose, that HaKadosh Baruch has to help us out. HaShem, you have to help me and find the job that is appropriate for me, the job that I'm going to be uh, successful in, the job that I will like doing, the job that will be best for my well-being, my, my health, and for my Pernasseh, because we have no idea. When we ask HaKadosh to help us, what will be best for us? and after we have already, L'hoir l'vaveinu l'bechiraz ha-tei v'vareil be talking is indeed very appropriate, and we have to daven ta Hashem, to be able to be led in the right direction. However, avalavoy desamboi ri yisborach, ain'enu When it comes to doing mitzvahs, that is not the case. M'nei shekvar hoiti onu, because HaKosh B'ochu already let us know ifonei anuchein abo, the appropriate, the appropriate path, but he told us to choose it. Like he mentioned the puzzle before. I told you you have two paths. You have Chaim or mavas is in front of you. Choose life. And he gave us the ability to choose it. What ability is that? Bechira. Every person has free choice to want to choose to do what's right and do mitzvahs. Whether he will be able to do it, that's not in his bi- in Israel, and if he davens for with his bechira that he chooses, and if he says, "Listen, Hashem, you choose the mitzvahs that I should do. You ch- send me in the right path of to, to serve you." We're just going to be making a big mistake. foolish. That is not where we have talking. We already were told the derek of avodah to do. What will be good for us both in this world and the next? K'mayishem and now he brings a number of psukim to bring out this point, both from the Torah and from David Hamelah. K'mayishem, Hashem commanded us to do these mitzvot, and why? For our good. He told us to choose mitzvahs. That's this world. here, And it will also be considered reward for you in the next world. Another reason, I know it's a little late, but I just want to finish this, uh, this piece before we have to break because of Tisha B'Av. And another reason why there's a difference between be talking in worldly matters and be talking in spiritual matters is sometimes you have one path to take could be considered appropriate proper praiseworthy and then in other circumstances it switches and it's considered disdain. It's looked at it with disdain. It's looked at it as inappropriate. It's looked at it as maguna. It's not proper. It's disgraceful to be engaged in that. And sometimes it's just the opposite. Sometimes the, the, the path you have to take that in one area could be disgraceful. In other areas, it could be very praiseworthy. <inaudible> so, therefore, when it comes to worldly matters, a person has to be talking what the right way to take. When it comes to. <inaudible> It never changes. A mitzvah is always a mitzvah to do. An Aveira is always an Aveira not to do. That's clear. And as he said before, where there is an area of bitach even when it comes to doing mitzvahs, that's the gemar mitzvah. That's the coming to fulfill the mitzvah in its totality with the mitzvah, to actually fulfill it With our klei ha That we have to be talking after we've already decided in our heart, loyally to do it. The second aspect of it is the Bechira, and there's the resolve to do it. And at that point, once we've chosen, let's go back to our example, the says, I really want to give tzedakah today. And he therefore had resolved, and he went. He took out a bill from his wallet and put it in his pocket. Now he has to dive <inaudible> into that Akharis should allow him to fulfill what he's just chosen to do good and bring an it to him that he should be able to do that. It's not enough for a person to to say, "Oh, you know what? I really should be learning more." And okay, I'm going to learn. I'm, I'm going to go learn now. I'm going to learn now. I'm going to and add five minutes to my seder. I'm going to go and ask somebody, maybe I'm going to find a good chavrusa to learn with now. It's not enough of there. Now we have to have talking in Hashem. Now we have to daven to Hashem. Hashem, let this Bechira be fulfilled. Let it come to fruition. This resolve, this Kabbalah in my heart, let it come to fruition. I should be able to indeed be in what I've chosen to do. As David HaMelech says, David HaMelech again and again offered tremendous supplication to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. To help him in his Avedas HaMitzvahs. Bring me down the path of mitzvah. I've already chosen to do the Mitzvahs. Don't embarrass me that I won't be able to fulfill it. I want to do your For The fact that David Amela actually davened that should assist him in fulfilling the Mitzvahs is proof that he chose to do the right thing. What he was davening for was not that he should be able to think of doing a mitzvah. was How? How was he davening? He was davening to At this point, I've chosen that I want to do good. A person decides, you know what, I really want to improve my davening. That's it. i resolved I want to my, improve my davening. But the problem is, he has all of these thoughts that come into his mind that disturb his concentration. So he has to daven to Hashem before he begins his davening. Hashem, please help me empty my mind. And you know, if you try this, you'd, you'd be surprised. It really works. It really works to ask the Kodesh Baruch Hu to just... Free your mind of things. We think we, we give ourselves too much credit in terms of what we're in control of, what we're not in control of. Oftentimes, when you want someone else not to think of something, let him forget that thing, that that comment that I made to him. the person should forget the comment that you made to him, and lo and behold, you'll see a sincere tefillah, the person will forget it. So that's what David Amel was asking. He was asking Hashem, here I want to resolve to do a mitzvah, and I've decided that's my own rechirah. But I wanted it, it needed to happen. I need to take away all of the disturbances. The Tirta Sa'ilum. It's a lot of things that could stop a person. Person decides, he wants to go now, go learn. There's a lot of things that could happen. He could get a phone call from somebody that he wants him to go help him out. He can he could not find the the parking space on time. He won't be able to find the right safer. Someone will come over him and l learning a him. All of these things. That requires tefillah. All the similar ideas where David HaMelech was asking HaKadosh Baruch Hu to assist him in carrying out what he resolved to do good. That's one aspect of tefillah. So number one, keep away all of the things that could prevent me from doing the mitzvah. And number two, allow me to fulfill it. Allow me to do it in the right way. And there we see from Help me out and bring it to full fruition and the salvation that I need. There are aspects that could be detrimental to this. There Hashem, we'll hold it over here. A